0: Hi, this is Dr. Carol Kowalczyk, and I want to reach out to all of those young women and ladies who are experiencing or have experienced a loss. I don't know if you know, but October is Infant Loss Month. And as a fertility specialist, we do see many patients that go through miscarriages and what we call recurrent loss. So first and foremost, my heart goes out to all of you because no matter when the loss, whether it's a negative pregnancy test or a, one that comes up for a couple of days to when you can see an ultrasound to holding a baby in your arms, all of it is such a sad occasion and it's very heartbreaking. So I really want to reach out to let you know that we do care, I care, and it is, it is a time that that needs to be respected i have seen many patients with recurrent miscarriage and this podcast is going to talk about recurrent loss what it is and also the hope that odds are in your favor things will be in your favor so uh, on a personal note i have experienced significant loss as well i've been pregnant 10 times and i've had six miscarriages i'm blessed with four beautiful children and four of the miscarriages were genetic abnormalities. So I have experienced the losses that many of you have and it is heartbreaking. And, and I have my four beautiful children, but I can't help thinking about the six that are still there and up there. Sorry, emotional. Um, but very blessed to have had that experience because I know what it feels like. And it makes me hopefully be a better doctor by experiencing those things. So, um, on with recurrent loss. So, every miscarriage is very common. Not that it's not devastating, but a miscarriage, it can happen to 40% or will happen to 40% of women. 60% of the time, it's a genetic abnormality. And that means that that embryo did not uh, connect like it should and would not have developed normally. And it's nature's way of passing that pregnancy. Recurrent miscarriage is where the old book said you had three or more losses. For us fertility docs, we don't wait for a third. We start doing a workup after two losses. The good news is that even after several losses, six or more, odds are in your favor over 80% that you're going to eventually be successful. So when my husband and I went through this, Uh, I was bummed and he'd say, you know the data, my husband's an OBGYN, you know the data, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So that kept me hopeful. Uh, 50% of the time, I can find the reason for the loss. The other 50% of the time, the workup's going to come back normal and you'd look at me and say, now what? And there's still things we can do. So there are five categories for recurrent loss. One to 4% of the time, it's genetic. So what that means is that your chromosomes or your husband's chromosomes are abnormal so, and, and you have a pregnancy that's affected by a loss. So women are 46XX, men are 46XY, but if there's an abnormality in that chromosome, that could pass on to a pregnancy. The treatment for that is to do one of two things, depending on what the, what we call karyotype abnormality is. One is you can do IVF, and that's the test tube baby, and then we can make embryos and do something called PGTA, which is checking to see if the embryo is chromosomally normal or not, and we can pick out which embryo is normal and transfer that normal embryo. The other option is if the genetic abnormality that you or your partner has is significant, then sometimes we have to go to donor ag or donor sperm, which is another podcast, but It uh, is is a way to take that genetic abnormality out of the picture to improve your chance of a healthier pregnancy. About three to 5% of the time, there's a blood clotting disorder that you have, which could cause blood clotting to the pregnancy. And these are things like genetic mutations or protein deficiencies that you inherit, that if we find them can lead to miscarriages. Now, the literature is pretty gray on this, you have to have either blood clots in yourself or a family member with proven mutations, one or two of them. So there's things like Leiden five prothrombin gene mutations, there's things like protein S or protein C deficiencies. So when we see this and do this workup, it's not very common, but you need to have a history plus evidence in your blood work that there's some of these mutations. Now, I hear a lot about MTHFR. Every, this is an enzyme called methyl tetrahydrofolic reduxase. Say that 10 times fast, right? Uh, but MTHFR is very common. 50% of the population has that mutation, including me, but it doesn't mean that you're going to have a miscarriage with it. So I get asked a lot about this MTHFR. A lot of people are drawing it, but for fertility purposes and loss purposes, it's kind of a weaker link. We do, if someone's got a problem with a blood clotting disorder though, we usually recommend baby aspirin. And sometimes if you have a a proven disorder, and one of the more common ones is something called antiphospholipid antibody syndrome, then we give blood thinners in pregnancy. And the idea behind that is to thin the blood so that that fetus or that embryo could um, continue to survive. MTHFR, uh, even though it's not one to put your hat on, we usually recommend a special folic acid called N-methylfolate to allow the folic acid to be absorbed better. The next category, about five to ten percent of the time, there's a structural issue that is causing your losses, and the biggest one is a problem in the uterine cavity. So. You could have fibroids or polyps, and fibroids grow slowly. Polyps are like you can think of as skin tags in the uterine cavity. And they can decrease your chance of success up to 50%. So we do a test called a sonohistogram to look for that. And if we find it, then the recommendation is to do something called a hysteroscopy and go in there and remove that fibroid or polyp. So that's very important that you get that checked to make sure that uh, that uterine cavity is clean and normal for a pregnancy to happen. Uh, Sometimes we can do an HSG as well, and what we're looking for are dilated tubes, and that fluid from the dilated tubes uh, can go back into the uterus and be toxic to a pregnancy. So that either can lead to infertility or potentially losses. The... Fourth category in women is probably the most common. 30 to about, some studies say 50, others say 70% of the time it's hormonal. So we do a hormone panel to make sure that your thyroid's normal. Uh, a TSH, when you're not having trying to have a baby, the upper limit of normal is 4.5, but with pregnancy it's 2.5. So you want to have a TSH level less than 2.5, higher than that can increase miscarriage rate. We look for antibodies to thyroid, especially TPO antibodies. If they're positive, that causes increased miscarriage. Uh, PCOS, so we look at testosterone, sugar, insulin, something called hemoglobin A1C, which marks three months of what your sugars have been doing. If any of those are off, there's a higher incidence of miscarriage. So what we do is talk about a Mediterranean diet to keep your insulin more stable. And what that means is more vegetables and fruits, more whole grains, more lean meats, Things that, healthy fats, those are keeping your insulin from stopping to spike. The other thing is metformin. That's a medication that will potentially balance your male and female female hormones. And then that'll provide a better environment, both for the uterus and better egg quality. Uh, Vitamin D. We want the level to be between 30 and 100. We believe that that can impact implantation. So we get all of these hormones. And if any of those are off, we work on correcting them. The other factor is your female hormones and fertility potential. So if you have older eggs or less eggs to work with, that usually is associated with more genetic abnormalities and potentially higher miscarriage rates. So you want your FSH level called follicle stimulating hormone produced in the brain to be less than 10. Less than 10 means those ovaries are young and are able to respond to stimulation. Uh, over 10 means the ovaries are starting to get tired doesn't mean you can't get pregnant but it's going to be some thing where you're going to need more um, more attention and potentially other treatment options amh is anti-malarian hormone and that is a guide of how many eggs you have left and you want that number greater than one if it's less than one then that means you have less eggs to work with so we combine those two hormones with your age with your ultrasound, looking for something called an antral follicle count, how many little cysts are in your ovaries that hopefully could give us an egg, and that gives me an idea of your fertility potential, and the older you are, either age or hormone-wise, there could be a higher chance of miscarriage. So these are four of the categories that can be evaluated for recurrent miscarriage. There's a newer one for the guys. We never had this before, but now we do over the last several, uh, probably two or three years. That's looking at his sperm and specifically doing what's called a sperm DNA fragmentation test. This is a test where uh, your partner will do a semen analysis. And then what we're going to do is send that sample off to a lab and get something called a DFI or a DNA fragmentation index. This gives an idea of the oxidative stress that has happened to the sperm. And if it is high, as defined as a greater than 30%, then that could signify that the problem with the miscarriages in the embryos could be due to the guy. So what we do for that uh, is send them to the urologist, and the urologist will make recommendations of frequent ejaculations, maybe fertility drugs, antioxidant therapy. But we also sometimes will need to do IVF for that reason so that we can find the normally shaped sperm to optimize success. So in the 50% of the time that any of these things come back abnormal, we will work on correcting those factors. But what about someone like me who didn't have any of those factors and you're the 50% where everything comes back fine? Well, going back to my example, um, I had four of my six losses were genetic abnormalities that we didn't find out until after we had our DNCs. Nowadays, the technology that I didn't have is available now and that is IVF with ICSI which is putting the sperm into the egg to make the embryo and doing that genetic testing I was talking about to check for genetically normal embryos so this technology would help because patients with recurrent miscarriage do have a higher incidence of embryos that are genetically abnormal so we can go ahead and do IVF and try to find those embryos the, uh, the other things we can do if your eggs are older, due to your hormones, is we can give fertility drugs to hopefully get more targets for your partner to shoot at, shoot at to hopefully get a good egg. And then, of course, if that is unsuccessful, then we start thinking about more aggressive things like donor sperm, donor egg, donor embryo, adoption, um, or even if it, we think that the problem's with the uterus, doing a gestational carrier. So there's still uh, lots of choices to build that family and what i want you to be taking home today during this podcast is that there is hope there's things that we can do we can find out if there is a problem and fix it and even if there's not you have you know even after several losses over a 70 80 percent chance that you'll be successful in the future so hopefully this helps and and uh, my thoughts reach out to all those who've suffered loss and, and know that, uh, you know, docs like me are out here for you and uh, we're thinking about you. So uh, on to the next podcast and I hope you have a great day. Hey, Jackie, Wisdom and Wellness podcast is in partnership with the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health. Yeah, and it's produced by Detroit Moms and researched by my mom, Dr. Kara Kowalczyk. The Wisdom and Wellness podcast offers several other resources featuring Dr. Kowalczyk, including magazine Wisdom and Wellness. If you like what you've heard, tell your friends and please subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to check us out on the web at www.mifertility.com for more research and resources.